Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. And we are here tonight, very happy to introduce Sub Vocal.
Thank you very much. We're sub-vocal, and yeah. that's Chris Wagg. We're speechless. We're just going to, we need to sit for a little bit and just let that sink in. I think I'm in a time warp. Uh, well, good luck with that. It's like, it's like you take meat off the grill. You've got to let it sit for a while, you know. While the, it's, it's very different. That's not it at all. Have you guys done any soundtrack work? Um, you know, we keep hearing that's so lucrative, and um, I actually have recently made one connection through uh, Christine, and... Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've heard from people that soundtrack sounds good. 
I always us. thought we really should. Yeah, I think it'd be great soundtrack movies. Don't you guys think? Dramas and yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think we've done enough work towards you know applying ourselves that way, but meeting people, meeting the right people, and all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because uh, I can pretty much tell you what the set would look like <laughs> after the suicide. Yeah, let's see. A uh, young male commits suicide, kills twenty others. Uh. I was thinking more of like lighting effects and stuff, yeah. but, oh, yeah. get but if you want to go with the suicide thing, you know that's that's okay. <laughs> do you guys do? Are, are you in Broad Jam? Do you do Broad Jam? Broad Jam does me. <laughs> okay. But do you get the little notices in the mail? Uh, every the single day I get notices about. from Broad Jam. And it's, uh, if you all don't know this, Broad Jam is, is actually based in Madison, but it's an international uh, um, music company, I guess, promoting musicians. But also, if, uh, they're, all, they're always sending these notices about uh, film needs song yeah. about a dog. And they've yeah. placed a, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of musicians. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually have submitted to Broad Jam, and yeah. um, I was absolutely sure that my song was perfect. Uh-huh. But I mean, you know, that's what you think when you, yeah. you know, oh, that song, yeah, what they're asking for, you know, this love song, and they wanted to have an acoustic guitar with lots of reverb and <laughs> a sort of a grisly sounding male vocal. That's me. Perfect. You know, I sent it out and nothing. <laughs> so there must be, I don't know, 10,000 people like me out there. With lots of reverb on the guitar. It's a, exactly. Yeah, that's a huge sounding instrument, man. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's an acoustic, playing a regular old acoustic guitar, but um, it does. It sounds like... You got it wired up. This right. is three people, if you're listening out in podcast land, this is three people on stage here. Mark, Mark Adkins, vocals and guitar and songwriting. Steve Pingree on the cello. And Vanessa Tortolano, vocals and, and also keyboard. So. Yeah, and Steve plays keys too. Oh, you do? Okay. Are you going to lunge over here and play keys? Not tonight. Not tonight. Not okay. Tonight. <laughs> Steve has an interesting uh, um, uh, end pin on his cello. It looks bent, but it's what? What did you call it? It's a. It's a, a Stahlhammer. Ein Stahlhammer. Yeah, it's got a special um, uh, um, bend uh, crook in it, and uh, it's better for the cello. Anyway, I don't know. It's kind I of want one of those, but you know, it's new yeah. car, new end pin. Yeah. Well. But Mark's description of, uh, of the band, I really like that. Psych- it's always hard to figure out how to, how to categorize yourself, I guess, but psychedelic folk noir. I think that's perfect. Isn't that yeah. good? No, I think, our, really I think good. our friend Brad came up with the folk noir. Was it you? I don't recall. I don't, I don't recall. recall, but... Uh, <laughs> Plead the fifth. Folk noir really it's, stuck uh, with it's us. It's sunk into legend by now. I have no idea. Uh-huh. I, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard of anybody who like, wanted to invalidate that as a genre for us. You know, everybody's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah, no, people don't go, no, 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 no. That's, that's not it. Yeah, yeah, well, it's totally blue Your folk is reverb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we get that all the time because we pull out a, different, a lot of different styles, but when you have a fiddle and a, a, something that looks like a bass, it's like, it's bluegrass, Play it Orange Blossom special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't suppose you've probably done a lot of strolling at restaurants with this group, but I, that, I mean, it could be cool. I'm not saying it wouldn't. It could actually yeah, be very cool. singing about, you know, killing yourself and <laughs> but I, I, listening. love gone wrong, great date music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I had a date. This was back in college, but I took a date to, I don't know what the heck I was thinking, but we went to see uh, um, uh, Clockwork Orange. First that's, date. That's not a good date movie. Last date. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Bad date movie. We, we walked out the doors and we kind of looked at each, looked at each other and went, yeah, got to go. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> took off. Yeah. This isn't Yeah, work. I started drinking mm-hmm. heavily after that. that was, um, but you guys are not afraid of dissonance. No. And it's, it's a great thing, but it just happens. It's, but it, it, is that a backhanded slight? No. <laughs> Actually, I mean, we're no. jazz players. So, no, it's you know. coming out of this. It's coming out of this, this beautiful ambient droning unison unity thing, right? And then, and then it pops out there. And then there's this beautiful dissonance. And I think people shy away from that so much. But it's, it's, it's um, when, when used well, it's so, it's so rich. I mean, it, to me, it's like telling a story, you know? It's like you got to have some sort of um, uh, some, you need some con- little problem. You need conflict. You need some conflict to resolve, right. otherwise there's, yeah. no, it's, there's no story, really. Nowhere to go with it. Right. But would you say, I gotta ask, is, is Peter Gabriel 
an influence <laughs> at all? Big, big fan of Peter Gabriel. Are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, when he was in Genesis, uh, their first few albums, I just I was, fell madly in love with that music. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, well, okay, here's some people that are singing um, really crazy, acid, sort of jazz, sort of rock, and, but the guy is singing about some real sort of deep subjects. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't understand any of it at all. And that's when I liked it. I was like, yeah, I like something that makes you feel rather than makes you understand. And I think that's kind of my MO too. You don't understand me, do you? <laughs> I've known him for seven years. I still don't understand him either. <laughs> They're not admitting it anyway. So is, is that because, I mean, do you want people, you want the songs to be, uh, it's, it's means something different for everybody? Is that what you mean? Well, it's, it's absolutely been a, a curse and a blessing, and I have absolutely no control over it. I just do what I can do, yeah. and uh, my writing, uh, lyrically, my writing just comes out very unfiltered and seemingly unedited. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I'd be, I'd sound like an ass if I were to say, oh, I try to paint a picture, <laughs> but I don't. I honestly just write yeah. down what's in there, and then I try to fit it to some meter, and then I play whatever I can get away with on the guitar, and that's it. And occasionally I'm lucky and write a song that some people would say, now that's a real song, yeah. with like a break and a chorus. <laughs> and then I say, see, I can be a songwriter. But for the most part, like Chris takes me to songwriting circles and songwriting school in Colorado, and I, I just feel like, you know, the odd man out. These guys are singing incredible, great, beautiful, pretty songs. Yeah. With, great guitar technique and good voice, and they do it. And I sit there, it's my turn in the circle. I'm like, eh, I'm going to sing a song that always has lots of reverb and delay. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but and here I it is with a, an acoustic guitar. Yeah, and I play it. That. But I would think that still layers would be... Um, I mean, sometimes I think what, what you leave out, too, can be... Like, if you're doing that, another, another person could maybe be hearing this other thing... Uh, I don't know what I'm saying here. Well, we were just talking about that earlier today, yeah. about how um, some singer-songwriters in particular will leave plenty of space in just the style that they play, maybe just being rhythmic, and yet with space between the rhythms and blah, 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 so that other people can fill in and feel like they want to, and other people fill it all up, or, and they or ask you to play with them, and you're like, uh, where should yeah. I play? Yeah. Or, even, or even so, imagine... You know, right. even what you guys are doing, leaving layers, there's still room for... It, it, your imagination goes, well, there's, there, there are other layers. If these layers are here, there's other stuff, too. I think so. I think, you know, we've had lots of people come up and give various descriptions of stuff, but I, I think the openness is another blessing. It's, yeah. you know, it's, my, it's just my guitar style. It's very simple. I don't do much, and it's just open. It's open. Yeah. Well, we saw you a few years ago. I mean, we've known you guys for, for a few years, obviously, but uh, it's obvious, obvious to everybody, right? No. Um, right. <laughs> Can't you tell? I don't know. Why do I have a microphone? I really... Well, we saw well you at played. the MAMA Awards a couple years ago. Yeah, the, the MAMA's, the Madison Air Music Awards. Yeah. Well, you guys won for Best Band in 2004, Best CD for Nikki's Room uh, in 2005, and actually this year also. Yeah, Best uh, Artist, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Best Artist. That's, that's great. Best Performer. Yeah. I think it was Original Performer. You shouldn't think. Well, you guys won something there, and you're pretty happy about it, even if you can't define it. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been nominated every year, and we've won three mamas. Okay. And that sums it up. That's great. And I had some other point, and I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. I totally don't, I don't know either. Madisonarium Music Awards, putting musical instruments into children's hands. Mamas.org. There you go. Right. Themamas.org. That's right. Hey, you have another tune? Never give a gun to ducks. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a, a tune. We have a tune. Uh, it's that last tune, by the way, uh, one one three zero three. I wrote uh, in celebration of my brother, and uh, the first song was from a dream and a letter combined that I received and had. And this song is third person, and um, we'll play it.
lines In the small towns and city streets Mark, Christina, Christina Costanza, mm -hmm. is your partner. She is uh, the mother of my baby and my partner. Yeah, because we've known her for years, and I, I never made that connection. She's an awesome gal. She's got yeah. a poster in the green room. Yeah, she's <laughs> right. She's a great singer-songwriter herself. She is. And uh, I feel very fortunate to have yeah. her influence on me. Um, and oh my God, has it helped many things. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that mute channel? Yeah. Hey, so, so, uh, uh, it's the radio. So a quick, a brief, a brief um, background, background check. No, background on all you guys, you know, because Mark, you came from Northern California. I did, with well, a banjo on my knee. Yeah, literally, right? or something like that. A guitar-looking I, I came Mad to Madison from Northern California, and I came here specifically to check out my musical roots. Yep. You had musical roots in Wisconsin? I've been singing since I was a kid. Okay. Uh, no, my musical, my own roots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my root, rootedness to music that I'd never explored. And I had finally started exploring that in Northern California and liked it and thought, oh, I guess maybe I could do this, and I should maybe see how far I could go. And so, you know, you can play to the pigs and the, like, the fir trees and the rocks and the ocean only for so long and know that that's as far as you're going to get. So I thought, well, maybe people will clap if I go somewhere where there are people. I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you can play to the pigs and the maples. <laughs> yes, the ones that I weren't eating. Right. <laughs> was it a real different feel out here? Did you have any yeah. connect, did you have any connections out here when you came out here? Or was it just I had like one friend who lived in Lake Geneva yeah. and uh, he actually had told me I was driving crisscross country looking for a home and uh, I had passed him by once in Wisconsin on my way to New York and I was heading back to Berkeley. I'd given up. I was going to all right, I'm going to be in the big city. See if I can handle people in the big city. And he called me and said, "Look, if you don't stop in Wisconsin and visit me, 
we're not friends anymore. So I, you know, all right, right. So I stopped in, hated Lake Geneva. I was there like <laughs> six hours and told him, you know, I have to leave. I can't stay here. And his girlfriend said, well, he's going to work tomorrow. Why don't you drive up to Madison and just hang out there for the day? Oh. And that was it, so, huh? Yeah. We've heard that story before. Yeah. 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 And it, Madison just kind of goes... Yeah. Sucks you in. Yeah. yeah. It's February 16th, and it happened to be 68 degrees. Oh, people that one day in February we in have every year. On you. State Street. People, people were walking around in shorts on State Street, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm going... Oh, wow, this is just like the boardwalk in Santa Cruz. Wow, what a cool town. Huh. Did you stay for the next day when, the, when it dropped 20 below? No, no, it was beautiful. That day I picked up an isthmus and a, and a, a, a Wisconsin urinal, and I uh, <laughs> found a place to rent and, uh, and a job. <laughs> so wow. I just stayed. And then the next week, an ice storm came. <laughs> yeah. Too late. Uh-huh. No, no, I was really very romantically involved with Wisconsin that year. When yeah. the fireflies came in the spring and summer, I was just like, oh my God. I remember the day it was thunder and lightning and fireflies flying around, and I was living out in Mount Horeb, and I just thought, man, this place is heaven. Yeah. It actually took three winters for me to hate Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> three winters, I think that might be a record. Yeah. 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 We, th- we think we're tough in California. So um, you had this CD release party for Union Cab Presents Rearview Visionaries. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, Union Cab decided, uh, somebody in Union Cab, Kelly Brooks, decided that we should gather up all the musicians, uh, past and present, who have worked at Union Cab Madison, a worker-owned uh, paradise cooperative, and um, because there were some heavy hitters in there, Butch Vig, uh, Garbage, um, Michael Feldman, who was not a musician, but, you know, and then there were several PhDs working there at the time, Alan Tony Ruff. Castaneda, yeah. And, yeah. and people I don't even know, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. But uh, I had a little studio at the time, and I said, well, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll uh, help put that together, she had asked me, and so we put this CD together and uh, found a small label, Tiny Records, to... Uh, help us produce it and produce a show at the Barrymore. And it was a really wonderful experience. You, yeah, you got wonderful. some fabulous reviews about that show. I wish I'd been there. We actually were, we played with Spooner for their Fugitive Dance release. And that was a, that was a great show, but I wish we'd seen yours uh, by all indications. We were reading the, uh, uh, the reviews of the show and you had aerial production and... Uh, we had uh, aerial dance. Wow. And we had a screen uh, with a pr- video projection, a large, large screen with video projection, and um, lots of colored lights. And it was, you know, it was a blast. And Sounds a lot of groovy. people still come up to me and say, wow, that was a show. I mean, not many people came, actually. I, th- I think maybe 160 folks, you know. It, it was one of those, why weren't you there kind of thing? Yeah. 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 Going to do it again? We are doing it again, yeah. We That's have our uh, second... Uh, Rearview Visionaries Project. I think it's, is it the same title? I don't know. Rearview Visionaries 2 or something. And a bunch of different artists, some and a couple that are the same, including me, will be on there. And uh, should be released this fall with a CD release not uh, not long after that. Cool. And it's just all uh, current and former Union Cab drivers. That's right. Yeah. Fun. Like? Like us. Like the two of us, yeah. <laughs> Mary and I are on this too. Wagner and Mary, Mary Gaines. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm trying, Mary, Mary drove for a couple of years. I think I drove for about a year. But it really was a great company to work for, Union Cab. Actually, my favorite story was yours, honey, when, um, when you came home one night. and Oh, I drove late nights. You drove late nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point, what did you do? Because I couldn't take the stress, man. So, yeah, oh, well, we, late night drivers are possum hunters, right? And I just learned, <laughs> I just learned that, you know. And so if you see a possum, you're supposed to break in on the radio and go, possum, 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 possum. And I did that at the top of my lungs. And, and I don't, I, this dispatcher didn't, never really liked me to begin with. And after that, I was really... I thought he liked you after that. <laughs> I think he liked me after that, yeah. yeah. Well, they must have quit that role when I was driving because nobody ever did that when, no. when I was driving. I think that was kind of the new guy thing. So that it was probably oh, a complete crock. Yeah. Like, here, touch, touch the antenna yeah. here while I press this button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did you guys... Any- you know how she learned that, right? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't fall for it. I didn't. <laughs> no, did, did, Could you did, check my antenna? Have, just you've hold on all, to it for a second. You've all driven cab yeah. for Union? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird, huh? <laughs> Everyone wow. on this stage Holy has cow. driven cab for Union <laughs> cab. Yeah. Beep, beep. Pull your 
2,000. Did anybody drive days except me? I drove days yeah. in the beginning a little bit. And Did you ever I, make I it to a 5 a.m. shift? Make No. I didn't either. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was scheduled I've driven lot, until 5 a.m. Yeah. But, I, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I don't like to get up that early. My body says no. Yeah. yeah. My brain definitely says no. I Most drive a 5 a.m. shift. <laughs> you did? I yeah. do. I do. You do? Yeah. Wow. Two I suppose a with a baby now, you know, your sleep schedule's pretty much out the window anyway, so. <laughs> I'm just assuming... <laughs> Yes, that's right. Okay. Oh. Let's leave it at that. La la yeah. la 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 <laughs> la 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 la. Do, 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 yeah. do you want to do another song? Sure. Yeah, yeah we'd love to. Have we have a couple couple more items to ask you? But okay. Yeah. yeah go ahead and play some. Alrighty. Well, Please. before I turn on, turn on the uh, time machine here, I'll just say that uh, this next song was a song that I wrote in the very bleak hours in the middle of nowhere when I was trying to figure out as all musicians do, things.
Thank you. Hey, Mark, on your website, I wanted to ask you about this. Um, you got a tribute to Judy Barry, late Earth First leader. Were you, are you involved in that, in the organization, or some ties? You know, anybody who's ever done any kind of um, action to save yeah. a tree could say they're Earth First. It's a very, it's, it's a not formal group. You don't sign on a line. You don't sign on the line, and the reason is because if you do, then it's a felony. Uh -huh. Because then it's uh, uh, what they call a conspiracy, and conspiracy is a felony. If you conspire, if I tell her, let's go out and block these loggers from cutting the tree on their private property, it's not just right. trespassing, which is a misdemeanor, it's conspiracy, and that's what the law always does. So it's always very loose note. But yes, I did a lot of work with Earth First out yeah. in California, and I did meet Judy Berry and Daryl Cherney and hung out with them for a long, long time. Yeah. I actually practiced drums in uh, Daryl's shed, <laughs> and uh, that's how I met him. Did you, uh, did you, were you, well, you were a performer at that time, too. No. Oh, you were not? Okay. Not really, no. Um, I mean, I was playing. I always, yeah. I've always played my whole life, but I wasn't out trying oh, okay. to perform. It, it was just coming together at that point? Yeah, I was just still woodshedding, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> how did you and Vanessa hook up? to be playing music together? Yeah. Well, one night I was down on uh, Dayton and Fairchild, I think it is. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, through an ad on madisonmusicians.net. Okay. I just submitted vocalist seeking band, basically. Um, and he called me, and I've told this story many times. Um, and I had just woken up from a nap, so I was really <laughs> groggy and like, hey, and he sounded exactly like this friend of mine that I hadn't heard from in a long time. I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? What's going on? You know? He's like, oh, everything's cool. You know, I just got done promoting this show. And I'm like, promoting a show? Who are you? Who is this? He's like, you don't know me. Um, you know, I'm like, freak out. That's when you put um, the receiver down. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. And he's like, no, actually, blah, 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 blah. And he got into it and... Went over to the studio and did a little uh, um, audition, yeah. so to speak. And it was this great little cool studio. And I, I loved the music. It was very ambient and orchestrated and strings. And I loved it. Well, you, loved you sing it. harmony beautifully. It's like, Thank it's, your voice it's is very natural. Really great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Were you doing that professionally before this band? No, I've always been a singer. Um, okay. I grew up singing. Um, I told everybody that uh, I was going to grow up and sing on TV just like Annie. Being a singer. And I was going to be a singer. <laughs> yeah. So I did all the singer things. You know, I had voice <laughs> lessons. I was in theater, musical theater. Oh, sure, yeah. I yeah. was in some bands before this. And, um, yeah, so I'm always singing. I, I got to say, I'm always amazed by Vanessa's talent. And uh, honestly, I mean, we've had much between us. We've known each other yeah. now for years. And um, I was, when we first started, a very nervous and ruthless dictator-like band leader. And I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but, I mean, <laughs> Vanessa is uh, really a godsend. I'm really She's tolerant. She's very talented, and she feels this music, and I'm very happy that we ran into each other. Yeah, yeah. your music just puts like you in a place. How about Steve? Has, he's been in... The band for quite a long time? <laughs> there are people chuckling out in the Steve audience. was the first. Steve was the first. Sorry, I'm hiding behind the cello here. <laughs> yeah, I thought I he was met, trying to escape. I met Mark at work in probably, uh, probably a dozen years ago or so yeah. and uh, yeah. realized we were both musicians. Um, I've played guitar in bands before and I don't know, I heard his music and I slowly realized that uh, you know, over a year or two that he needed a cello player and coincidentally, yeah. <laughs> I played the cello since about 1978, uh -huh. so, so it took a while to convince him, but it, it's all working out at the moment. Do you play, do you play jazz, too? I, I don't know. I mean, hearing the stuff you're playing, I mean, it's pretty... No, I, you know, I come from a mostly classical background, and my improvisational skills are a bit lacking. Wow. Doesn't sound but, like So it's really like easy. It. So, you know, my technique has devolved over time, <laughs> playing in these bands, because I can make up it's my own parts. just the way we like it. Amen to that, brother. Yeah. Pretty easy. We like coasting. We, we believe in devolu devolution. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a beautiful blend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
Well, I think as I'm looking at my list of things here, you know, things that we wanted to uh, really to bring up. But uh, yes, uh, well, Rich Albertoni gave you guys a great review Nikki's, on Nikki's Room. That was in 2006. But you have a new. We're doing. What's new right now? We have uh, at least one CD's worth of new. Okay. Um, we occasionally play some of those new songs, but um, we haven't put the CD together yet. We're working on it right now. Okay. Have you all traveled very much with the no. band? Oh, I hope well, you do. I have. Yeah, yeah. you have. Yeah. Not a ton, but I mean, I've played in L.A., Colorado, Ohio. Um, we've but this group in, has, been to, has played in Milwaukee a few times in Chicago. Milwaukee, and, Chicago. Yeah. Iowa? Moline. Iowa? Quad Cities. Cool. Iowa? Moline. <laughs> Where'd you play in Iowa? <laughs> okay, I'm an Iowa boy. I'm just curious. Didn't we play in Iowa? I think so. Isn't mm. Moline in Iowa? I don't know. Moline. I don't know. Yeah. Devonport, Quad Cities, Moline. Moline. Yeah. Quad Cities. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Well, we were that was a really kind of a tragic Anchorage? show. Isn't Anchorage in uh, Connecticut? <laughs> Where are we at this time? Mm. See, each one of us is qualified to be the vice president. <laughs> for sure. Oh, I like your vice, your vice president quote here. Yeah, I got to look for that. It's on the website. You can go to the website, by the way. Subvocal.net. Dot dot net. Yes. Uh, you can't run from this planet or Dick Cheney. Did I say that? It's on the website. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Like we'll that. have to look into that. <laughs> That's true. And it, may, it may still be true. I don't know. It's kind of scary. So what's the weirdest gig you ever did? The weirdest gig? Yeah. yeah. That Moline one? <laughs> it might have been the Moline one. Uh, I think I know that club. I think we know the club. <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. Because, okay, yeah. But uh, that might have been that, yeah. It's a, it's a, one we can talk about, weirdest. Weirdest. You know, I don't know, but I mean, lots of weird things do happen. We had a gig at Mother Fool's, and uh, that night it snowed, like, honestly, over yeah. two feet. Yeah. And As we were playing. And it was one of our best gigs ever. <laughs> People were trapped there? Right, they couldn't leave. They couldn't even get there. They were drinking there. plenty of hot fluids. <laughs> they didn't come. <laughs> so you had two guys in the... They were sliding around out... No, I think we had some people, didn't we? There were some people. Those sure. can be great gigs, for sure. It was a great oh, yeah. gig. We haven't had a whole lot of weird gigs. I mean, we've had gigs where I've really, really been bad. <laughs> and, um, you know, but I mean, hmm, last yeah. night's gig was kind of weird, but we don't yeah. want to talk about that either. Okay. <laughs> now I'm really curious about what it is, what are you like when you've been really bad? What is bad? When I first started doing it's this, I was, like a, oh, she can asked I me, oh. can you explain? <laughs> Lucy, Lucy, you tell them. I explain, I explain. Um, it sometimes turns into like a temper tantrum of a three-year-old. Is how I've thank you, Lucy. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. Yes, when I first started doing this, I was very nervous. In fact, I refused to come up without some sort of inebriant. I didn't care what it was, but I—I I, I mean, I would literally for days go around looking for something, you know. Yeah. And I never ever imagined that I could one day come up on stage, stone cold, um, and perform. And it was actually Christine who talked me into doing it. And, um, but, but those days, I was so nervous that if anything went wrong, and because of what we do, mm -hmm. something always goes wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no telling what would happen to me. I, you know, buckets of sweat. And I mean, I sweat even when I'm not nervous. So when I'm nervous, it's like, it's like a thunderstorm, you know? And uh, I might cuss into the mic. I think I badmouthed patrons one night, you know, sort of like a... You know, something like that. You know. That can really, yeah, that's counterproductive. I was very bad. But it, did you find that, did it go away? This is really good for, for people to hear. I mean, people that are, are great uh, musicians, songwriters or whatever, but just are scared to get out and try it. Did you find that, you know, you go out there and you make some mistakes and you realize that the world doesn't come to an end and nobody, there aren't snipers ready to pick you off? Because you and broke most, the string, or you like ninety-nine percent of the audience didn't catch him, and the other Listen, one percent yeah. isn't talking. If, whoever <laughs> hears this, if you're trying to do this, you're new at it. Trust me, it's and you're nervous because some people probably aren't nervous when they first start. But if you're one of those like me who was very nervous, just keep doing it. Do the yeah. open mics. Do them every week. Do one or two. Keep doing For it sure. until you've had every slanderous barf thing thrown yeah. at you from the audience. <laughs> keep doing it. And if and if you're not nervous, then you're probably overconfident and cocky and should be nervous. Mm -hmm. No, maybe not. Maybe. Some people aren't. Some people just naturally... I, I just used to be deer in the headlights, kind of. 
Yeah, I'd yeah. look out at the audience and yeah. they'd say, what's wrong with her? <laughs> I mean, I, I would, my voice would quaver. It, would, you know, it, was, it was horrible. Well, I think you guys sound great here. We love being here at the Brink Lounge here at uh, 701 East Washington Avenue. But uh, we're in this back room here, and there's this beautiful gilded spiral staircase off to our side. So if you ever get a chance to come down here to catch one of these shows live, it's a, it's a great visual experience. But also it's perfect for a group like you, too, where it just like your sound is just filling the room, and it's a great thing. Hey, thank yeah. you for Subvocal. We're really happy to have you guys. You can, you. can we do one more? Do we have time for one? One more? Yeah, yep. definitely. For, for sure, one. Okay. We will play uh, this song that I actually wrote about uh, my feelings about Judy Berry. Yeah. 
vocals and guitar, Steve Pingree on the cello, Vanessa Tortolano. Thank you very much. Sub-vocal. Woo! Thank you guys, that was wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Subvocal.net. And also you can catch us on madtoastlive.com. All of these podcasts are available. And in the podcast directory of iTunes. And special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle, who's our podcast engineer and producer. Thank you and good night. <laughs>